This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Another 45-day countdown. The failure to fund the government, which is a key function of the House, where spending bills originate, came down to the intransigence of less than a dozen individuals. There's always been that many crazies serving as members of the House, but never, or at least rarely, have they ever represented the number needed to block the GOP from reaching a party majority. This gives this very small slice of House GOP members extraordinary power and leverage, allowing them to bring the gears of government to a grinding halt. Under the Hassert rule, where the GOP must pass bills with the majority of their party, there is no majority without the inclusion of these crazies. Speaker McCarthy went far and beyond reason, attempting to seek an accommodation with these dissidents who would not accept it. They certainly did not earn their pay while they were attempting to deny paychecks to those that work for the American people who do. So, Speaker McCarthy acquiesced at the last moment before the government's lights went out to allow a continuing resolution to a floor vote that House Democrats could support, extending the spending authorization for another 45 days. All that does is reset the clock closer to Thanksgiving. It would mean that we will get to see both October and November WASDE reports from USDA. The CR left in climate incentives and disaster aid, but excluded more money for the border security as well as additional aid to Ukraine. It will also mean that the crazies will attempt to oust McCarthy as Speaker, which they have said they will follow through on in Sunday talk shows. He made the right decision. The entire Iowa congressional delegation of both houses of U.S. Congress is Republicans. They are not part of the MAGA crazy caucus. All voted for their continuing resolution. My Congressman Randy Feenstra has been a very effective constituent representative. He replaced Steve King, who was not. King is now working to block CO2 pipelines. Had they shut government down, which could still happen in November, we would rely on the honor, commitment, and sacrifice of essential workers in this country to show up on the job and keep doing the things that were so important that we rely upon. They would eventually get back pay, but there's no confidence over when that would be. The majority of people live from paycheck to paycheck in this country, so consumer spending and consumer confidence has a shelf life that would expire. Food on the table, missed home mortgage payments, auto payments, inflated credit card balances, and even damaged credit scores are all potential collateral damages. This is not as bad as for some as others who look to government-funded food and health programs for their next meal or prescription. It would not work to give them extra meals later to make up for the ones that they miss. They all knew that government funding ran out at the end of September. Now given a 45-day extension, the impression given is they will waste the first few days of this fighting over who will be House Speaker. Shutting down government will be similar to tipping over the first domino in a stacked row. The initial domino may seem trivial, but as they go on and on, tipping and falling, pretty soon the scope of the impact surges, the collapse becomes consequential, and it may even become nearly impossible to stop until the implosion is exhausted. Why go through that? It has only took one senator, Tubby Tupperville, to put our national security at risk by disrupting the Pentagon and U.S. military chain of command by blocking promotions. There's always been some special interest issue that small factions of politicians favored, but never before have they ever taken it so far off the deep end as is being done. 
when they are blocked from advancing their agenda to regular order, taking hostages has become acceptable extremism as they attempt to get their objective through disruption. I will note that the same caucus of crazies that were throwing grenades to see to it that the House leadership had to bring in Democrats to the rescue to keep the government operating oppose further aid to Ukraine. This, of course, would delight Russia, Putin, and China that they have such strong representation in the U.S. political arena. I could go through the narrative about how that aid to Ukraine has gotten us the best return on investment of any military spending made by the United States since the end of the Cold War. Failure to stop Putin in his tracks and oust him from Ukraine would be a long-term catastrophe for U.S. national security interests. The cost of that would become incalculable. Aid to and the success of Ukraine is imperative. If given a straight up and down vote in the House, I believe that aid to Ukraine would again win approval, so we are back to this minority controlling the process thing again. I doubt that the continuing resolution will return order to the governing process, but it was a step back from a cliff that made no sense to go over. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.